You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. I don't want to know that your ball is furry, Kevin. I've just pressed the record button. The listeners are going to hear this for Geekiest Show Ever, episode 131. Put your hairy ball away, man. No, I like my hairy ball. It works very well. Oh, look, it's just dangling. Oh, it's dangling in the breeze. Oh, I don't need to see that. This is an R-rated video, people. Absolutely disgusting he is, I tell you. He he doesn't even have the decency of having a second ball. He's a one-balled bastard. (laughs) Call me Uninut. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I will. Oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. How have you uh, been? I have been well. The weather outside has been delightful. We have had, in the course of this past week since Sunday, we've had here where I live uh, between 11 and 12 inches of snow, which would equate to around 30 or plus centimeters for those using the metric system. I, I get inches, surprisingly. I do understand inches, but that comes okay, well, that, that comes from not measuring myself, but uh, more so in, in being a former photographer where everything was referred to in inches. Oh, okay. And we're actually expecting additional accumulation tonight into tomorrow. Nice. So, for you. And it, it's great for me. It's nice and cold. I've been outside with my snowblower, bonding with my machine. It's just a wonderful. You know, you turn it on and, and it goes, <laughs> shoots the snow out the side. It's just, it's just a sheer I've got to say, I want to try that one day. You know, it, it's one of those things. We don't get much snow out here. We get a little bit um, down south. And, and, you know, we've got snow fields out here and you can go skiing and, and stuff like that. Oh, you know what? I might have to actually take the family for a, a holiday to the snow. I've never done it before. And uh, so I might have to do that this next year, and then I can tell you what I think of snow. Because I've only ever really been in sleet. Um, you know, I haven't really been in heavy snow and had the snowball and been able to peg it at someone's head and go, woohoo! Yeah, we actually, uh, well, we had, was it, uh, we had snow last Sunday. That was the heaviest snow. And then we got about a, almost a half inch of ice on top of it from sleet and freezing rain. So that was interesting. And then Tuesday we had another storm come through that they said wasn't going to be much. We actually ended up getting about four inches and I left to go to work and, and I thought, well, I'll be safe. I'll drive my big truck, my four wheel drive truck, but I didn't put it in four wheel drive. So I'm going up the road and I'm creeping along. I was being cautious, you know, mm-hmm. I hit this bridge, which I think had ice and stuff underneath of it. And my truck went sideways like this, and then came back, and then went sideways again. I said, okay, I'll reach down and put it in four-wheel drive again. <laughs> so uh, it was it was an interesting drive. And the further I went, there were cars off the side of the road. Uh, you know, people would run into the ditch and all kinds. Of, it, it was a mess. But the funny thing was then I got to the far side of the Blue Ridge Mountains, dropped down on the other side, and the roads were just wet. And I'm going, Phew. So... <laughs> But uh, it's been great. I love the snow. Everybody knows that. I've sent you the temperature pictures. I sent you one, was it this yes. morning or yesterday morning? Yesterday. Yesterday, where it was a bit cool here. So uh, I've actually worn a, a light jacket the mm-hmm. last couple of days. Cause the so it has been, been lo- cold then. Well, in, in my neck of the world, it's been hot. And we've been having hot, humid, sweaty weather. You can just imagine the butt crack. You've got to imagine it. It's an audio show. You, you can't visualize it. I could show you, but, you know, Kevin's showing me his, his, his furry ball. Now, Kevin, speaking <laughs> of fur, I've got to ask you, do you shampoo? Shampoo what? I, okay. <laughs> it, it's an interesting word, shampoo. What the hell is a sham, and why do we put poo in our hair? Oh, you're talking about shampooing? Now, I'm your talking hair. about just sh- yeah, shampooing the, yeah, your hair. I mean, what what's you a sham? What the hell is a sham? A sham is a rag. Well, where does the poo come in? On the bottom of the rag when you use it. Oh! What? Oh. <laughs> thing work, but we, we shampoo our carpets here, too, so... So you, you put poo on your carpets, weird. 
I, I, look, we do the same out here, but, you know. <laughs> it, look, it's a, it's a play on the word. It's, some of the words in the English language, you just look at it and you go, why? Why is it called that name? It's almost like I want to investigate how it came about. That's There's a, an old comedian, uh, George Carlin, uh, had a bit about words that, that used to crack me up. He said, why do we drive on a parkway and why do we park in a driveway? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then uh, he had another one about um, talking about the United States government. He said, if progress is a sign of moving forward, then what is Congress? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man you got point me into the direction of more of his stuff that, that's classic stuff did he do like well, a whole stand-up comedy regime on it it or? was it was it was part of a i think it was part of the album called uh george carlin live on campus if memory serves me right it's not pg rated listeners if you happen to pick it up definitely not pg PG radio. He also had what was the one? Oh, he had the one about the apartment owners needed to come up with a new way to make more money, make more dough. Condos. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nice. he had a lot of stuff like, like that. God rest his soul. The man was hilarious. Sounds he like was it. hilarious. You, you Have know, you ever heard any of stuff? No, I haven't. Um, I, I, I've heard of the name, though. So, I mean, there's always a possibility that I caught something a long time ago and, and just it hasn't gelled. But, you know, I, I look at... Obviously, now he's passed away. You know, he's from a, a bygone era in comedy. I, I don't find there's a lot of great comedy anymore, or perhaps not comedy that I like. Um, Eddie Murphy's not doing stand-up anymore. Richard Pryor... You know, uh, his stuff was absolutely fantastic back in the day. Uh, Ray Romano's brilliant. Seinfeld is brilliant. But they're not really doing the stand-up comedy that they used to be renowned for. And I don't know, Kevin, I just feel that maybe that there's not enough comedy anymore um, or, or there's not enough new faces coming into the, the comedy regime to, to sort of mix it up a little bit. Well... I mean, isn't that what we're here for? But really, the um, the uh, other thing too, uh, another good comedian that used to do stand up that uh, I'm sure you've heard of, Bill Cosby. Oh, Cosby! I love Cosby. Yes, brilliant man. My favorite, the favorite album he ever did was Bill Cosby himself. It's hilarious. It's I PG. Think, it I think I've got that one on iTunes somewhere. You know what? I buy so much stuff on iTunes, and we're going to talk about this a bit later on. That, that I forget what I've got, but I, I've got a couple of his stand-up albums, and I've, I've been meaning to get all of them, actually, because I just think he's brilliant. Oh, yeah, because I remember, I can still, I have the video of it, because it's basically just him sitting and standing and talking, which a lot of stand-up comedy is, and he was sitting there, and he said he was someplace, and this guy was smoking a joint, and offered him a smoke, he said, no, no, thank you, no, thank you. He said, why do you smoke that stuff? He said, it intensifies my personality. He said, but what if you're an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> so so it's, true. Yeah, but uh, no, there's not a lot of stand-up comedy. I used to listen to a lot of that. I have had a great deal of stand-up comedy albums. I had, uh, Ooh, Billy like Connelly I said, I had Carlin. Well, good one. Who? Billy Connolly. Oh, he cracks me up. I watched his crap on YouTube. Did, did, he do you remember? Oh, what what did he do? This, this was back in the late nineties. I've got to try and get a copy. Um, he went and he he was going and it was sort of geek driven. It was around uh, planes, trains, automobiles, and and he sort of went around the world and different customs and so. And I can't remember exactly what it, I'm going to have to look it up, but. It was he was looking at inventions like the telephone and everything, and doing sort of a, a historical but humorous view. And in one scene where he was talking about uh, flying and so forth, he said, "I don't know why everyone at the airport's bitching about the long lines and the delays. It's a miracle that man can go up in the sky and come down in one piece. What are you winching about?" And I, I you yeah. know, it's, it's just priceless. But no, great comedian that guy. Oh yeah, uh, Billy, Con- he's good. Um... Jeff Dunham, I don't know if you're familiar no, with him. No, he's actually a ventriloquist that does comedy. He has a bunch of characters. He has Walter, 
who's this grumpy old guy. He has Peanut. He has um, Ahmed, the dead terrorist. Um, matter of fact, he did a... <laughs> Actually, that rings a bell. I've probably seen something on YouTube uh, oh, you know, yeah, with, you with him doing it, it based on that, because that does ring a bell. Uh, you, and, YouTube's and, and, God for finding funny stuff like that. Well, he's even got a seasonal song out, Jingle Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like the alternate versions. It's like Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Light, and Robin Light, and the Batman lost its wheel, and Joker got, got away. away. Hey. You know what? I, I taught my daughter that this year so that she could take it to school because they were learning Jingle Bells at school. So I want her to teach all her friends my version, which is a much oh, better version. I need to, uh, you know, we'll do a little behind the curtains thing here. Uh, my daughter marched in uh, Christmas parade here a couple weeks ago. I don't know if, if we talked about it or it had happened at the well, point we, when we... we probably talked about it after the show, I think, or before the yeah. show. Yeah, but one of the cool things in the show, in the parade, they had a bagpipes, and they were playing Ooh. Christmas music and stuff. That was the coolest sounding thing. I love that, to hear Christmas music being played on bagpipes. Nice. So, yeah, it was it was really pretty cool. But stand-up comedians, yeah, there's... I love... Uh, well, Robin Williams. My lord, you start that man running and it's like you just unleash perpetual energy. Yeah, in my opinion, he's a much better stand-up comedian than he was an actor. Um, that, that's just my opinion. I, I just... I didn't always like the acting that he did. I like. I love his new show. What's that? I haven't the, seen it. Um... The cre- is it called? It's called the Creative Ones, or something like that. He runs an ad agency in Chicago, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of funny. He has him, uh, the girl that played Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I can't think of her name. Uh, and shame on me that I can't remember. Um, oh yeah, uh, she she was hot. Um, hmm. Yep. And, and and there goes Kevin on the keyboard. He's going to look it up. Yep. I'm going to look it up because I have learned now to keep Scott from yelling. Oh, Sarah Michelle Geller. That's right. <sighs> oh, but, uh, and I don't, I've got to remember, I don't edit this show anymore, so I better not, you know, go and start drooling because otherwise, you know, the, the microphone will, like, you know, sizzle out and, and listeners will wonder where I went. Yeah, because, well, you'd like the creative ones because um, it has, I think that's the name of the show, and I can't remember to save my soul. Uh, it's, it also has Brad Garrett. You know who I mean? Yes, Brad Garrett. from Everybody Loves Raymond. Very exactly. cool. Very good. Actually, so, I will have to check that out now. Cause I, 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 he was very much the strength of Everybody Loves Raymond. I think there's, there's always got to be someone that's the butt of the joke. And he was always the butt of the joke. And, uh, that, that show's just great. Oh, you know what I did buy the other day? Got a great deal. I got them for nine ninety five each. I bought each season plus the Christmas special of Some Mothers Do Have Them with Michael Crawford. So I've that, heard of that I have not seen it. Oh, Kevin, you sorry, you shame the world. Oh my, oh oh. Okay, all the UK listeners, I know who you are. We've got to shame Kevin. Get on Twitter now, as soon as you hear this, and shame him and link him to some mothers do have him. Oh, my. Oh, well, geez. Where's, let me P- put it where's this- Peter Bird when I need him? Let me put it this way. I have I have seen two episodes, one or two episodes of it. I It never, it, it was on one of the uh, public TV stations here in the United States. And they didn't keep it on very long. There were several shows like that that yeah, I thought... that's just because that... Americans are arrogant to anything outside their own borders. Sorry, my American friends, but that's the way it happens. <laughs> now, you know, now, no, wait a minute. Back to Frank <laughs> I love British comedy. Yes. I am a big fan of so Chef. Um, I love Chef. I love uh, uh, Vicar of Dibley. You know, Kevin, uh, you do know that there's, there's, like on the iPad, there's the BBC International app, and you can get all this stuff for like, I think, about $10 a month. I'm too cheap to do that. Well, go to pirating sites, and I'm not going to say which site you can go to because you've got to find it yourself. But 
if you type in pirate in Google, you'll find it straight away. It's the first first hit. Yeah, no, because I, Google's I know. cool. Not no, I know, but um, but yeah, the but yeah, Ch- no, seriously, ch- check check it out. It it's. Some mothers do have them is as good as keeping up appearances, if not better, is as funny as Rowan Atkinson and Mr. Bean. It, it's just, you have to check it out. You, seriously, do it now. Do it today. Go, go and find where you can get it from whatever avenue and just check it out. It is priceless. It is it's well worth it. Um, so yeah, I got all I got all the three seasons, and I, I got the the Christmas uh, special edition pack as well. Which, you know, I I'm not a big fan of Christmas, as you know, not not like you are anyway. I like Christmas, own and I enjoy it, but you know, I can go without the decorations and the fluffy ball on my head. Um, yeah, stop bouncing around. It's rather disturbing, Kevin. That's it, you know. It's lost its its partner there, uh, but will you stop wagging the tongue? Oh my god, he's disturbing! I can't even look at the screen. Go and check it out. I will. You know something? Another British, one of my other favorites, the IT crowd. Did you see the latest closure edition that's just been released and made this year? Which I just the saw internet one, is coming, huh? Oh my God! Where's my I can't, iPhone? You broke up. The the internet is coming. That's what they called it, and it's it's the last episode, and it's actually on iTunes, or it is in Australia anyway. Um, and let let me see. I'll just go so that I can I can show you the the link because hopefully America got it. Uh, we did anyway, so you know, that's all that matters. No, um, no but I, I I do love that show. That show I I my, it's still one of my favorite scenes. Is when they were doing the episode with uh, they walk up on the bombs, the bomb robot. What operating system is it running? <laughs> Vista, <Yes>. you're dead. <laughs> there we go. That is the latest uh, release that they they've just done. It's only just been released this year. It goes for about forty five minutes. I have not seen it yet. I would, I would, I've been meaning to get it and to see it, and I was going to do it yesterday because even though it's $13 on, on iTunes, I can watch it legally on the ABC app for free, um, but I just didn't get the time to watch it, and um, it, it looks pretty good. So it, it's basically the the closure, I guess, that never happened after season four. I want to say season four, maybe season well, five. See, I think... I- I think I did see that about a week or so ago. Yeah, it, it's only recent, like literally in the last week it's been out. So it's very, very new, very fresh. Um, and the, the characters are older. I mean, they look different than when they did. Not drastically different, though. They, they did a really good job at limiting it. But Roy has a, a laptop on his desk now instead of the big desktop. So that's probably yeah. how you'd identify whether you've seen it or not based on the technology that they're, they're using. Well, they and they were talking about they didn't call it Twitter; they called it something else, Titter or something like that. Yeah, as I said, I haven't seen the whole thing. I've only seen previews of it, so I've still got to watch the whole. I'll try and watch it this week, and then we can talk about it next week. But um, well, it looks interesting. Okay, I'll have to look for that because I love that show. Um, but talking, I, about I have DVD a love hate relationship with it, though. I, I should be clear on that. Sometimes I love it; other times I just can't watch it. I. I don't know what it is. I just, I need to be in a, in, in just a, a mental status to, to really enjoy it and get the most out of it. And I find that happens with not a lot of things, but some things where they're really good or perhaps they're, they're very, I, I find the IT crowd is very witty with its humor. And if it's yeah. not necessarily, it's not necessarily laid out and delivered to you. Uh, Big Bang Theory, good example. It's laid out and given to you. Everybody loves Raymond Seinfeld. Same thing. It's it's there for you to consume. IT crowd often makes you think and ponder over why it was being said and 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 what was done. And sometimes you need a different mindset going into that. But that's one of the brilliant things about British comedy. It yeah. makes you think. My hat's off, flipping my ball. I think the uh, that's what the one of the things I love about that, and and the double entendre that's really prevalent in uh, British comedy. I mean, 
keeping up appearances. Mrs. Slocum and her pussy. I mean, you know, <laughs> wh- where else are you going to get that kind of stuff? And and well, Mr. No, Humphrey, uh, see, see that that that's not keeping up appearances. Keeping up appearances. I mean, I keep you. Uh, 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 Should uh, I tell him, my... listeners, or will I make him wait? Oh, keep not keep you. Keeping uh, up appearances has Mrs. Bouquet, which are you, is actually are you being served? That's are you right, being served? Which, which is actually spelt bucket, and then you got Onslow. Actually, hey. you remind me of Onslow. Yeah, you got the tattoo to go with it, <laughs> and that's not a derogatory thing because Onslow is a, a, a very beloved character on that show. In, in fact, I really watched that show. For Onslow. It's just hilarious. Oh, see, I like uh, her husband. Poor Richard. I feel sorry for him. I oh, I feel so, so, so sorry for him. How he puts up with her. It, 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 he's a god to put up with her. Yeah. the uh, uh, That show just cracks me up. We have most all that on DVD, too. And we watch... What, you know what's really sad, though? And, and you know... My American counterparts can say what they want, but every year about this time, they'll show all like the Christmas episodes of, you know, all those British sitcoms, the ones we love. It never fails. The PBS stations here in the United States see the episode for uh, Keeping Up Appearances called The Holiday. Which there's, is there's one, there's one really bad Keeping Up Appearances Christmas episode, though, where they do the, the play, the nativity scene in the hall. I found that one really dull and boring. I just, I don't watch that one. No, they, 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 they put it up there. You see it, it says it's listed as the holiday. And it has nothing to do with Christmas. They're not realizing oh, yeah. that outside of, the, outside of the United States, people call vacations. Holiday. You do it. That's Going right, on yeah. Holiday. And it's the episode where they think uh, where Hyacinth thinks Onslow and uh, uh, his wife have stowed away on the uh, QE2. <laughs> yes. You know which one I'm talking And they yep. actually won the cruise. And it's like, and I'm like, that's not, it's a good episode, but it's not Christmas. Yeah, but that's, that's just poor curation. Um, yeah, it is. And, you know, I keep, and it's not like they did it one year. I would say out of the last, I've been aware of most of these British sitcoms for 20 years or so. I've been a British sitcom fan. And out of that 20 years, at least 10, maybe so years, 12, they've done that mistake. It's like, really? I understand it once, maybe twice, but really? It, uh, Kevin, obvious, obviously you haven't ridden into the company to say, hey, what are you doing here? This ain't Christmas. This is just, they're going on holidays. It's the PBS station. Really, I don't know that those people can read. I'm really... <laughs> so, but, you know, you talked about what you bought. I made purchases this week as well. Ooh, what did you get? I got two things. The first thing is a very classic. I bought the 1938 version of A Christmas Carol. Ah, I. You know what? I love that story by Charles Dickens. It's just when the... The absolute classics. I love Scrooge. I, I identify with Scrooge, and uh, I, you can see that. Cool. Uh, so yeah, it really, really works for me. Yeah, and this is this is my favorite version. It stars Reginald Owen, Gene Lockhart, Kathleen Lockhart, and actually has uh, uh, what's her face in it when she was a small child, uh, June Lockhart. So it's a really, really good movie. It's one of my favorite versions of this movie. Um, I had it for a long time stored on our DVR, and when the DVR crapped, I lost it. So I went searching. This little gem was $5 US or $6 US on Amazon. Very good. Bought that. And then I'm a sucker. We were talking about TV comedy shows. I bought, it's a DVD with eight old television shows, the Christmas specials. And it has uh, the I Love Lucy one, which is okay. It was made the last uh, season I think I Love Lucy was on. It has the Honeymooners Christmas special, Brady Bunch Christmas special, Taxi, Family Ties, the Christmas special where they do a takeoff on the Christmas Carol, Frasier, Wings, which is one I thought was, that one's pretty funny. 
but I bought it really for my favorite, one of my most favorite television shows. It has the Andy Griffith Christmas special filmed in 1960. 1960. It nice. first aired in And it is hilarious with Barney Fife, Don Knotts playing Santa Claus. And it's just, it, I just love that show. And I watch it. My family goes, are you watching that again? And I go, yes, I am watching that again. So I made those two purchases. I think a grand total, twelve, fourteen, fourteen dollars. I think for the two di- for the two discs, and I have hours of Christmas shows to watch. Brilliant. So, and you know what else had their Christmas episode uh, aired last night? The Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's right. Sad days. I normally catch up with the Big Bang, but I didn't do it today. It's idiot. a very it was a idiot. Very good one. You'll like it. Good. Like I'm, I'm, look, again, Scrooge, I'm like Sheldon. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, okay. I think you'll find a major connection there when you watched last night's episode then. Ooh. Little, Sounds little promising. For you, my friend. It's um, a little teaser. It, it's, a, it's very good. But, you know, we mentioned last week that we were going to talk about some of our other favorite Christmas shows. Yep. Um, but I have to mention a, a, a coincidence um, that occurred. We're recording this on uh, Friday the 13th of December, 2013. No, we're recording it Saturday the 14th of December, 2013. I care what, what day it is down there and wherever you're Adam, at. Did I say Friday or Saturday? You said Sunday. Oh, shit. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. <laughs> no, I'm bullshitting. But anyway, good, we good. happen to have... You know, you know why your audio is playing up again. It's dropping out. So we got to do what we do on every episode, listeners. We've got to disconnect and reconnect, and then Mark's got to go and put them together and and make it coherent. Otherwise, we could do a part one and a part two. But no, you're actually sounding fine. Why would am I still breaking up? Well, see, when I talk and then you talk, the listeners can't hear you, which is perfectly fine from my side of the fence. But I'm just thinking of people like Dorothy who, you know, want to hear more from you than they do from me. And hence, they'll be a little bit disappointed that their star is not there for them. Well, I, that also has to do with the fact that I'm just omnipotent. Anyway, but the... Uh, yeah, something. The- I'll give you that much. I'll call you back in a second. We'll get this reconnected, Kevin. All right. I know you're waiting. Jeez, I tell you, you're impatient. I hand up, then I call back, and then you type, I am waiting, instead of just pressing the goddamn button! Yeah, well, it's more fun that way. Oh, so anyway. oh yeah, yeah, drive me around the damn twist. I, I tell you, Skype is a bitch. Again, again, again. God. Actually, I, the connection is really good right now. It's really good now, but uh, why is it we always have problems? We had problems at the start of the show, uh, before we started recording, we were just having a chat and we were having problems and then it breaks up after about 30 minutes. Ah, it's terrible, Kevin. Absolutely terrible. So we, we talked before the show that we, and, or, and last week about the favorite holiday television shows and or movies. Yes. Now I've just shown, I've just talked about a few of mine. I have a very long list of them, but I will give you a little coincidence here, and then I'll let you talk about your rather short list, Scrooge. The um, is uh, we happen to have our division slash department uh, Christmas gathering today at work. Uh, nice luncheon, played games, had a trivia game, and we were uh, we played Pictionary. I totally suck at that game, by the way. Um, <laughs> That's we, uh, it. So, We're playing it. Next time I want to play Pictionary, I'm calling you. Yeah, go for it, dude, because you'll beat the hell out of me. <laughs> um, but anyway, we were playing. We, they had a trivia game, and they were questions from movies and stuff like that. Holiday movies, of course. And I won for the second year in the row. So I think my coworkers are going to ban me from playing the trivia game. Because I missed, and I still dispute, I, I got 18 out of 20 right. I think I actually got 19. And I, I'm going to argue that one when I go back to work on Monday. But you already but won. No, I know, but it's the point of the matter. <laughs> oh, my God. You are crazy. So, because they were asking, you know, they, it wasn't all video related. It was like, what was the first president to decorate a Christmas tree in the White House? And and Franklin Pierce, by the way. Um, 
and, and you know, just how, different things like who that. Who knows that stuff? Besides you, I mean, what normal <laughs> person would know or care? Well, I, I have to admit, on that one, I was fairly certain of it, and then when I read the rest of the choices, I knew it couldn't have been the rest of them. So I knew That's when he, roughly funny. it was about the right time. You know, I kind of knew the sort of the right timing and stuff like that. But then when they said Lincoln and Washington, I'm going, well, hell, Washington didn't even live in the White House. So that was easy. But they had uh, how many reindeer and uh, what was what did the uh, another one of my favorite Christmas movies called A Christmas Story. Have you ever seen that one? Don't the little kid that so, wants no. the BB, the one that wants the BB gun. You'll no. shoot your eye, kid. No, don't don't recall that one. Okay, that's a good one. If you ever get a chance to watch it, you'll enjoy it. It's about a kid growing up in the fifties and and what he wants for Christmas and all this stuff, and it's very American. It's two front teeth. No, 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 no. But it, <laughs> it, but it's it it is hilarious. It's a very funny uh, movie. It's like thirty years old now. Well, there's one television station here in the United States, TBS, the Turner Broadcasting System, mm-hmm. that's starting at 8 o'clock Christmas Eve all the way till 8 o'clock Christmas night. They do 24 hours of this movie. It runs two hours, and they just keep repeating it. They show it 12 times during that. And you can turn it on, you know, watch it and all that. We generally sit here and watch it while we open Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and then if you miss something, you just do it again. That's right. It, uh, no problem. So, uh, but they had like, what did they eat for Christmas dinner and stuff like that? So, uh, but I did very well. Okay, oh, Starbucks gift. I got the Starbucks gift card. So, next closest person had, I think, sixteen right or seventeen right. No, sixteen right out of twenty. So, that was it. And and the worst part was they really got mad because I went through them really quickly, and I answered them that quickly, and they went. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I ask myself that all the time. Gretel asks me about you that all the time too. So. No, that's all right. I don't care. So, <laughs> so what? Of all the Christmas movies and television shows that are out there, what are these? This half a one or something that you like? Yeah, I got I got a few. I, I, there's uh, Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation. Best. And your audio is playing up again. Damn, Skype. Um, It's just cutting out when we talk over each other, so apologies for that, listeners. We've got no control over it. Kevin can't fix it. I can't fix it. It's just damn Skype. So go on and tell us the rest of your list. Oh, okay. Um, The Santa Claus. Uh, That was one done in the... Oh, I want to say the mid-80s. And... um, Oh, who did it have in it as the... the Tim Allen. No, not that one. The Santa Claus? Starred Tim Allen. Okay, go back to mid-80s. Because, Kevin, I just wrote it down. I don't have it. I used to have it on VHS. What was it called? It had... um, Oh, not Robin Williams in it. The other little short guy. Dudley Moore. It had Dudley Moore in it. Oh, that's Mid- not the one. I'm mid-80s, of. mid-80s. Um, I think that... Maybe it was I... called something else. Maybe it was called The Santa or... Oh, I can't remember. I, yeah, I but, know but, the movie. But, but, but there was a guy, a real mean guy who, you know, owned, like, this toy factory and they were putting nails and everything into the bears and... It, it was sort of intertwined with the whole Christmas spirit kind of thing. Um, Hang on, I'm looking mid-80s, you said? Yeah, Dudley Moore. Look up mid-80s and Dudley Moore. I'm sure it was Dudley Moore. It's called. It's just called Santa Claus. That's it. Santa. That's the one. That's why, well, okay, I screwed up. But anyway, I wasn't far off. Um, so that's a good one. If you haven't seen that one, that, that's one that I used to enjoy as a kid. Um, it's only who you were thinking of as the other big person in that. Yeah, yeah. I love John Lithgow's stuff. He's great. He's he's really... He, he's a great comedian. Um, and the other one that I really, really enjoy, and I've still got the VHS copy of this. Yes, listeners, I have VHS, and I'm about to buy another cassette tape deck when I go out this afternoon, so if you don't like that too fucking bad, 
because I still like the old formats. You know, Kevin, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the old formats um, now more so than ever. Um, you know, I, look, I, I'm picking up, you know, new albums cheaper on, on CD than I can buy them in iTunes anyway. Plus, I'm sick of not having anything physical to hold. Um, you know, I like having that tangible... Don't, don't go rolling your eyes at me. Kevin, you know what I mean. I, I'm sick of not having that... T- I don't want to hold your fluffy ball. I'm, I'm sick of... <laughs> go away. I, I'm, I'm sick of not having anything tangible. <laughs> you pissed me off. You really get under my skin. It's hot enough down here, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think I'm going to pee myself. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Please do. Oh... <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, all right. So, so. Anyway, this video that I've got, after all that, Mickey's Christmas Carol. That is a good one. Yeah. I like that too. I've seen that. It, it, it's one of Disney's just, it, it's a, a Disney classic. And I, I think the thing I, I like about it, the well, there's two things I like about it the most. Number one, my grandmother got it for me. And I, I adored my grandmother. Can't stand my mother. Uh, but her mother was... Just the most wonderful lady you could ever meet. Um, so my grandmother gave it to me, and we used to sit down and watch it. And it just has a lot of a, a lot of positive, happy meanings and so forth. And the other reason why I like it is it's short, it's to the point. It, it deals with Charles, a, a version of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, but it does so in just such a beautiful way. It's a beautiful animated film that. Anyone of any age can enjoy it. Doesn't it? Doesn't just appeal to kids. It's not. There's not tomfoolery in there that just you know is for kids only. It's really a widespread audience, and that's why I like it. And it certainly stood the test of time. I think it's it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. No, I've seen that a few times. I actually I caught uh, the Muppets uh, version of a Christmas Carol on um, uh, television last weekend. Uh, a couple times it was on. Which is kind of cute because instead of uh, Marley being one person, they had those two old guys that are always heckling. Yeah, they were the the Marleys, <laughs> you know, and oh, stuff like that. Funny. It was it, it was I like that one. It's it's kind of cute, and I'm I'm so so with the Muppets. I, I like I, the it, Muppets, but my favorite Muppets movie is Muppets in Space. Uh, I think that's brilliant. Really? Yeah, I, I love it. It's the best one. The rest suck. Oh, lack of taste. Anyway, the <laughs> yeah, that could be said in your direction as well. Impossible. Dorothy will back me up on that. No, she <laughs> won't. No, she won't. Not this time. Yes, she, yes, L- she will. Listen, you got to stop lining Dorothy's pockets for for praise on Twitter. Uh, well, but you know, I'm also lining Gretel's pockets for praise in your house. <laughs> That's not working out well for you either. Yeah, what's she gonna do? <laughs> All right, so that's I, I I agree with you on Christmas Vacation. I actually that's one of my top two, three favorite holiday movies. And they did a second top, one, you know. Top two or three uh, comedy movies too. Mm-hmm. I matter of fact, I can't think of a time since I've had an iOS device that I carried regularly, whether it was an iPod Touch uh, or my iPhone, and now my iPads. That there isn't a copy of that movie that I can if it yeah I can be having the worst freaking day, I go sit down, just turn that movie on and start watching it, and it brightens your day right up. It you know, is it, that- it's one of those films that you can watch all year round as well. And I I used to I, I don't say much anymore, but I I used to as a kid growing up, I used to watch that and and just. You know, on a Sunday, I'd sit there and eat lunch and have it playing, and, and it was just a really good laugh, a really good time. And it's wonderful when a, a film that is really a Christmas film can can transfer itself and apply to just an ordinary film that you don't just play once a year. It's almost like, um, what is it? It's a Wonderful Life, I think. Is that, yeah. that classic that classic film that, again, you can watch that any day of the week. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It can just be whenever you're feeling like it. And it's one of those films that, okay, that one goes depressing and then it's uplifting. But bottom, it, it, it lifts you up. It makes you think, well, hey, yeah, this is serious, but it, 
we take life too seriously. It's not as serious. There's more important things. Family's important and all that kind of stuff. So they're, they're great movies that just, you know, change what it really is to be just something that you can watch anytime. Whereas other films like, um, you know, Santa Claus, uh, that, you know, I mentioned with Doug, Dudley Moore, that's more a watch it once a year, a couple of times a year around Christmas time and, and enjoy that, not necessarily watch it all the time. Um, yeah. So, no, I, you know, and th- there's a place for that because I, look, sometimes you get sick of it. You really would. Yeah, no. Um, but, yeah, I do always carry that one around. Now, my uh, my other, the top favorite Christmas movie that I have uh, was an, actually a made-for-television movie. And it was called The Homecoming. Now, I don't know. Are you familiar with the show, the, the American television show, The Waltons? I've heard of it. I've never seen it, though. Okay, it was written by a gentleman by the name of Earl Hamner Jr., and it portrays his life growing up during the Depression, the Great Depression, and into the 1940s in a little town here in Virginia, which isn't terribly far away from me, called Schuyler, Virginia. I've heard of that town, um, though. Yeah, Schuyler, Virginia. Probably because you've mentioned but, it before. <laughs> that's probably. <something> <laughs> that's, that's very highly possible. Uh, but this is the movie. This is not the first time his his book was turned into a movie. Um, but this CBS here in the United States turned it into a movie. I cannot remember how many years ago, and they had some big name actors, actors and actresses in it. Um, uh, the kid, the, the all the actresses and actors that played the kids in that movie carried forward into the television show, and the lady that played the grandmother, Ellen Corby carried forward into the television show they replaced the mother and father and the grandfather but it was it was great i love that movie it's set christmas 1938 34 i can't remember now right off the top of my head and it's just you know it's it's very of course they're talking about virginia they're talking about places that i know and places i've been it's just a very it's a touching and heartwarming story about a family dealing with all the different things and it has comedy in it too so Mm -hmm. That is my favorite of all time. Nobody else in the family likes that. I have to watch it by myself. Nobody wants to see it. So that's it. But that's now that's my favorite. But then well, there's a lot of other movies. You do that with porn too, but you know. Well, you do. I that <laughs> um, hey, I ain't denying nothing, man. I didn't deny anything. I just <laughs> exactly. Neither one of us did. Um, but then, do you like the movie Scrooged? Oh, it's been so long. That, that's the one with Bill Murray, isn't it? Yes. Yes, good. I haven't seen it for probably 10 years, though, but um, very. I love Bill Murray, so yeah. um, it, it's one that perhaps I should try and rent this Christmas. Yeah, Bill Murray, a uh, whole bunch of big-name actors in that one. Um, Scrooge is another great movie I like to watch. Um, I watched An American Christmas Carol, which is a takeoff on Charles Dickens, but it's set again during the Great Depression, and uh, Henry Winkler. The Fonz. Oh, Fonzie. Play Scrooge. So, I have not uh, seen call, that. They don't call the character Scrooge, but, I mean, it's obvious what yeah. it is. So there's that one. Uh, a new fa- couple new favorites. Jingle All the Way, the newer movies. That's uh, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I've got a love-hate relationship with Schwarzenegger. I, I don't know. I mean... And it, it wasn't just because he became governor of California. Um, it, Gubernate. It, sorry? <laughs> the gubernator. Yes. It, it wasn't just that. I, I didn't mind him doing that. I didn't feel that it, it detracted from his movies or, or anything like that. But I don't know. I, I've just... I've never liked him in the comedy roles he's done. Twins comes to mind. I mean, a man becoming pregnant just doesn't do it for me. It's like, I'm sorry, but it just doesn't work. No, no. Twins was where he oh, and no, Danny no. were brothers. That, that's right. Uh, well, what's the what's the one that he becomes pregnant? Oh, I can't remember the name With of the that. With Rene Russo, I think, in it. Um, yeah. But uh, wasn't Danny DeVito in that one as well? Because um, I have a feeling Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger did two movies together. Let's see what Schwarzenegger did. That's why I keep I'm keeping IMDb open now when we do this show. Um, let's see. That was that's been quite a while back, hasn't it? 
Oh, yeah, that would have been mid-90s, 93, 94, something like that. Um, True Lies was done in 94. True, Li- True Lies was a good action film. Junior. Junior, that, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, it had Meg, Meg, uh, Meg, not Meg Ryan, uh, Meg, uh, who's the actress in it? That was Schwarzenegger, DeVito, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Wow, it's been a while since I've seen it, so apologies for all the errors and everyone. Uh, if you want to complain about Mark not knowing Schwarzenegger movies, send an email to mark.greentree at uranus.com and I'll get back to you when hell freezes over. Um, and by a Klingon. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, I just... I haven't seen that one. I just haven't liked Schwarzenegger in anything other than action roles for years. I think the last one that he did that wasn't action-driven, um, uh, where he wasn't like the Terminator-style character, uh, was... Um, Kindergarten Cop. I thought that was a brilliant movie. I love that movie. But anything other than, you know, he's got this big machine gun in his hand. Yeah, no, it just doesn't work. It's like Sylvester Stallone. He, he, he does certain movies. He can't do other movies. You just, I'm not a Stallone. I'm not a huge Stallone fan at all. Yeah, I know. You haven't watched Rocky. Shame on you. Hang your head in shame, Kevin. So... I'm not going to hang my head, Jade. So those are those are some of the the my favorite movies. There's 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 a good many others. I I have an entire shelf of DVDs that are Christmas movies. Um, now, do you l- l- let me ask you? Christmas with the, sorry, I was just saying the one of the other newer ones that I like is Christmas with the Cranks. It's where people where hmm. Tim Allen and his wife Jamie Lee Curtis decide to skip Christmas. I, I seem to recall seeing that. That would have only been maybe five or six years old, that one? Mm, or a bit older? Maybe closer, to, maybe closer to ten years old now. Okay. So that's another good one. So, you know, those are some great suggestions. Now, cartoons. There's a lot of cartoons and television shows. You like the Mickey Mouse? Yes. My favorite, my favorite and I know people can't understand it, I love The Grinch. Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. The Grinch is actually... It's actually really good. I, I must admit, I do like it. Um, now, are you talk, you're not talking... Uh, I, I recall the Grinch with the Jim Carrey version, but you're not talking with that. You're talking the original animated... The, the original animated short, 30 minutes long. You know, it's it's got the guy that did the voice of uh, Tony the Tiger singing and Boris Karloff telling the story. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. So that's, you know, I love that show. I, I love watching that. That I know a lot of people, another good one, though, love Charlie Brown, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm-hmm. I've heard but of I, it, never seen it. A Grinch is, is my favorite all-time animated. Then there's all the claymation ones that came out back in the 60s. Oh, Gretel loves those. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Little Drummer um, Boy. Little Drummer Boy. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Mm, I can't think of some of the other ones right off the top of my head. Oh, there's another really good one that Gretel likes, but I, I purposely can't remember it because there's... Oh, what is it? There's the hot and the cold guys um, um, based um, on temperature uh, and... Yeah, the heat miser and, and yeah, and and, and my my sort of nickname around the house is heat miser because uh, because of that film because he gets hot headed and angry with everything and I get hot headed and angry with everything. It, it, it's it's year, a joke that Gretel's had for years. That one's called the Year Without a Santa Claus. That's right, and and you know what? I've actually sold that two or three times now to get it out of the house, and for some reason Gretel keeps getting new copies. I'll start sending her one every week. You would. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's a good one too. And then, of course, Frosty the Snowman. I love Frosty the Snowman. That's Frosty cute. the Snowman. Yeah, however it goes. I I just remember. Look, I've got to admit, some of those old classics are really, really good and really nice. You know, it's just it takes me back to a time I recall those as kids. And that they just, 
you know, when I was really into Christmas and, and not so much of a Scrooge, they would lighten up the Christmas and and it, it makes you happy. I, I would acknowledge that. I will admit that. It does make you happy. Um, but then, of course, when you find out from other school kids that Santa's a, a fraud and not real and then your mother tries to bullshit you and that's, that's why I hate my mother. Part one. Part one. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Kevin, I... I Listen, I got, I felt bad last week. Well, no, I didn't really. I you know anyway, I sent you a care package, and it's got something that's going to renew your faith. Inside it, there's something that's going to renew your faith in me and the Christmas spirit. Okay, there you go. Interesting, interesting, interesting. You know, but I I will let, 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 let me put it let me put it this way. It was so important that I waited at home for three days for the fucking courier to turn up. Because the courier that we've got in our local area, he's a lazy-ass motherfucker who waits until you call him before he'll deliver it. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, that's the second time he's done it to me in the last month. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm past it now. I'm really pissed off with this guy. But, you know, sorry. No, go ahead. You're pissed off. That's always fun. I can sit back and relax for a few minutes. No, that's all right. I, I, I got it out. I, you know, look, you know, it, it's just some people just don't care. I mean, I, I honestly don't know how they run a business, but anyway. Well, the, uh, the you talk about remain, remind, remembering when you were a kid and all those things. It was funny. Last year we went to, uh, and you've seen the Christmas tree that I'm about to talk about. Uh, the, we went to put up one of the Christmas trees that we put up. And uh, the it was a pre-lit tree. The lights were made onto, and part of them didn't work. And good God, you know, I, man, you know, I hate to buy another Christmas tree when this one's perfectly good. Mm-hmm. So we got the idea to take it, take the lights off, and go get some Christmas lights and put on it. Well, I went up to uh, the Lowe's here, not too far from my house, uh, Lowe's home store, home store, uh, home improvement store. And I found that they now make the LED lights in the what's called the C7 size. And C7 is about the size of what here in the United States is commonly known as a nightlight bulb. Wow. And these are the size of light bulbs that, as a kid, I remember being on the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. But you were told, don't touch them because they will burn you. Yes. And they would burn the living crap out of you. Yes, because we touched them. But, yeah. Because years ago, they used to have the little, the, the shade that would go over the top of the light. And, uh, well, in my day, they, they put a shade over it so that you wouldn't burn your fingers. Well, of course, as a kid, you take the shade off because you want to see how it works. And then you touch it and, ah! and then the color would come off on your fingers too and burn into your fingers. So, no, but we found these and that's what... I have over here. We took all the lights. And by the way, if you ever have to take the lights off one of these pre-lit artificial Christmas trees, man, they really put them things on there good. Cords all wound around the branches. Six sixty-five million three hundred forty-two thousand two hundred twenty-one <laughs> clips holding the lights <laughs> on. And we, they were still falling out of the tree this year when I went to put it up. Oh, that's but it's fun. very it's it's very nostalgic. It's nice to have that you know tree with the big lights that. My wife and I both remember as children being mm-hmm. on the Christmas tree. Very cool. And I and I think that and to bring it back around, that's the thing about these Christmas shows and movies. These are the things I remember in the run up to Christmas as a kid. And I am a big kid at heart. I really truly think when it comes to Christmas that it really puts me in the mood. Last week I sat around, watched Christmas shows most all the weekend, you know, doing things I I wrapped the present or two and things like that. Plus, it was snowing outside, so it was, you know, it was very festive. Not as mm-hmm. festive as my hairy ball here, but it was very festive. And you know, it, it's quite it's it's nice to to do that and share those things with your kids and stuff. We, as a matter of fact, last weekend we also put the the new train set I talked about buying nice. uh, around the Christmas tree, and the kids, my oldest, uh, she didn't want to admit to it. But we'd be sitting down. We'd all be sitting down here in the family room. She'd disappear and go upstairs, and all of a sudden, I'd hear the train start up, and you could hear it running <laughs> around upstairs. <laughs> and she'd come down. I said, you "Enjoy running the train." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves train sets. It, it, it's but it's nice to share those things with your kids, and you know, let yep. them 
experience some of the joys that you had as a child. Definitely. And, and that's what's great. You'd like to pass it all on so that they'll hopefully pass it on to their families when they grow up. And there's there's a bit of a legacy um, that you lead, uh, sorry, not lead, that you leave to them. Um, so you, you never sort of really die when you die. Well, that was a depressing note to close the show on, wasn't it? Other <laughs> depressing. Uh. Now, Kevin, okay. we, we, we've got to start to close up the show because I've got to get the kids to swimming, and I think you need to get to bed pretty soon because you've been working extremely hard. But what I want to do, I want to give a, a little uh, tidbit of information as to what we'll talk about next week because I actually we, we ran out of time. We didn't actually even hit on half of the things I want to talk about. But then as we were talking, it's like, oh, I actually want to talk about this and talk about that. So I thought, Kevin, put your top down. <laughs> My God. He showed me a hairy ball and he wants to show me a man boob. I got my own man boobs, man. I don't need to see yours. We don't have to compare. They're not called, they're not man boobs. They're called moobs. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't want a name for them. It's embarrassing enough that I've got man boobs. I don't need moobs or whatever you call them. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So anyway, you wanted to give our listeners... A, a little bit of what we'll talk about next week. I want to talk about Christmas music and what type of artists and Christmas albums you listen to and what you've got, because I've got an extensive list. Um, a, a, a lot of it comes from my mother because she's fanatical about it, so I kind of just, you know, I put the CD in iTunes, match it, and then, you know, in the, in the couple of days around Christmas... Then it gets played, and, and when my mother's coming across for Christmas like she is this year, it's the only way to shut her up. I put the Christmas shows on, the Christmas movies on, and the Christmas music, and we never argue. Why? She's happy. If I don't do it, she's not happy, and she argues with me. So, you know, that I go through hell to shut her up. Have <laughs> you thought maybe just of giving her a quaalude in her Christmas dinner? A what? A quaalude. What's that? It's a drug that makes her get all happy. Ooh, I like I like me one of those. They're, they're, it's like dropping a hit of acid or things like that. They're the drugs from the 60s. Ooh, cool. There you go. I might have to source one. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll need the modern terminology, though, Kevin, because I didn't have a clue what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, and I, I, don't, I don't think you've partaken in that since the 60s. <laughs> I, well, okay, I, 70s, 70s. Plausible deniability. 80s? <laughs> Plausible <laughs> deniability. Anyway, so next week we're going to talk about Christmas music and, and the artists and the albums that we've got that we like and that we enjoy at this time of year. And I'd also like to talk about Christmas podcasts. And is there a specific podcast all about Christmas? And do you listen to it? I don't know if there is, and I want your answer now, Kevin. But it's one of those unique things that... You know, podcasting is cool, and, and we've spent almost this whole episode talking about Christmas stuff, but do people actually have Christmas podcasts where maybe they retell a story or a series of stories that are in the public domain? Kevin, stop playing with your hairy ball. What does he think is funny, listeners? Why? I'm I'm having a serious conversation here. I'm trying to get in the festive mood to, 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 you know, make this show work. I'm doing all the work here, and he's fiddling with his hairy ball. Just for that sheer enjoyment of watching what it does to your face and and what little bit of hair you have left, it's just that enjoyable. No wonder I got a little bit of hair left. I'm stressed. Ugh. Anyway, Kevin, where can the listeners find out more about you and your hairy ball? Me and my hairy ball can always be found on Twitter. Matter of fact, I will use my hairy ball as my new avatar on Twitter. Um, I will take it while I'm wearing my Kiss T-shirt. Did you notice? <laughs> yes. I, I, actually, you know, you know what would be funny if if you match yours and Antonio's heads together because he's still got like this Santa Claus Christmas beard going. And, like, you could be the top part, he could be the bottom part, then you'd be the whole caboodle. Now that sounds like too much damn work. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And a little bit disturbing. (laughs) Yeah. But, no, you can find me on Twitter and app.net at uh, twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. 
And you can also find me, of course, over on the about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. Fantastic. And for anything relating to me, simply head across to markgreentree.com and direct all your feedback to mark.greentree at uranus.com. Yes, I'm not giving that up. I love that. Thank you, Peter, for having me on the show and letting me come up with that wonderful email address. I, seriously, I, I, I got to sign it up somehow. I don't know. Probably uranus.com is taken, but... Uh, you know, maybe youranus.com isn't. I don't know. I have to search and <laughs> see what I can come up with. <laughs> so anyway, Kevin's shaking his head while he's still playing with his fluffy ball. I personally want to know where his other ball's gone. Maybe uh, it'll turn up next week. Uh, but anyone on, on Twitter, simply just, uh, you know, tweet us and, and, see, and, and tell us where Kevin left his hairy ball. The left one. Or in his case, the right one. It's the left one the way I'm looking. Oh, oh, now's the opposite side. Oh, my God. Don't put it in the middle. You can't have three. You'd be like this Martian. Anyway, <laughs> listeners, that's enough from us this week. Have a great week, and we'll catch up with you next week. And be sure, between now and next week, to not forget to hug a geek. Let's talk Alice. We play all your favorite hits with no commercials. 24-7 music even the boss can enjoy. Okay, host Bart Bouchotts doesn't play the hits or really any music. What he does do is give you the monthly wrap-up of what's going on in the Apple ecosphere, along with great guests with different opinions. You can get the news anywhere, but Let's Talk Apple will tell you what it means. Find it in iTunes. Stoplightnetwork.com or at let's-talk.ie domains. <laughs>